Welcome to the Break Free Real Estate Podcast. Hey everyone, today David and I are going to tell you the best way to invest $50,000. So um, disclaimer, we are not you, we do not know your situation. So if you choose to listen to us and you lose it, it's not our fault. So <laughs> make sure that you are, anytime you're investing a large chunk of money, be smart. Make sure that you definitely do your due diligence and know um, how you're doing that. I mean, the best way to, if you've never invested and you have $50,000, then you're in an amazing position. You probably should have invested years ago um, with $10,000, but $50,000 is is a great start. Um and I mean, I think it would depend on your situation, in my opinion. If you um, are willing and able to move into a house, I would buy um, a primary residence, put as minimal down. I'm a big fan of just putting as little down as possible. Um, and then now you have probably enough money to go buy a true investment property. So you could buy two properties um, with that $50,000. Um, but then that's probably drying you out. So if you're to do it the smart way. Maybe you just buy the primary residence, wait until you get another cushion and then buy an investment property. Um, the way I would do it today is the smarter way. The way I would do it four years ago was the riskier way. So if that answers any questions, David, what do you think? Yeah, I think you're, uh, I'll just sort of build on what you've already stated, which it really is dependent upon your situation. Uh, if you've got $50,000, you're in a great spot to get started investing in real estate. And it depends on your situation. If we're big proponents on starting out by house hacking or what what uh, the term house hacking is simply buying a home that you intend on living in one of the units, and then you rent out the other or other uh, others, uh, multiple units. Um, so if you're buying like a, a, a single family home that has an accessory apartment or a true duplex that you can live in one of the units and rent out the others, well, you can buy something with as little as 5% down in that situation. So $50,000 is going to go a long ways to be able to buy you a property and have some reserves to be able to buy a property, put a reasonable down payment, even if you were to put 10% down on on a pro, on a single family, a small single family home that you live in and rent out the other unit, you're going to be in a great position there. Um, if you already have a home and you already have an established family and you've got $50,000, well, that makes it a little bit more tricky because you are starting to get to a place where if you're buying a true rental property, in most situations, you're going to need to put at least 20% down. And in our market today, it often requires more than 20% down to get a property to cash flow appropriately, so or at least break even. And so that's going to put a little bit more stress on you, but it's about finding the right property in the right situation that would allow you to invest that $50,000. So um, I would say that if you don't have any other option, um, and and let's say you're a busy professional, a business owner. Um, another option that a lot of our clients uh, deploy is investing in syndications. Usually syndications are a little bit shorter term hold. Uh, uh, when I say shorter term, I'm talking like three to five years. You can find syndications that have a business plan of three years. Um, 
And then you could put that money into a syndication with $50,000. You're not responsible for the, for the ownership and the management and the decision-making you're investing with someone else who specializes in that space. And uh, so that that's another way that you could get that $50,000 and ideally a good significant return three years later, and you potentially have $100,000 that you can then go invest. But I would definitely encourage anybody who's starting out to do everything they can to buy their own personal rental property to start off. And house hacking is by far the best way to accelerate your wealth building and cash flow through real estate. Yeah, I I think that's, I mean, that's a great option always is to give someone else your money to make more money for you. That's if people usually are more um, in tune with like stockbrokers, right? You give, instead of investing in stocks yourself without zero experience, you essentially give money to a stockbroker. They know what they're doing and they make you money. However, like we all know, there are times when you don't get that money back. And the same thing could happen with syndication. I think there is a lot less risk when it comes to syndication. Um, but I would add, I would, in my opinion, I think you should invest in real estate before doing that because you're going to be able to understand the deal a lot more when a syndicator is showing you what they're doing. You're going to be able to look at the performance pro forma. And if it's something you personally would invest in, if you have that much money, then maybe it's an easy decision for you. Now, if you have zero experience, yes, you can hire like a, a investor coach, um, but to help you navigate through that. But until you actually invest in real estate, real estate, you're not going to have a full understanding of all the costs associated of everything going on. And it just will give you a lot deeper understanding when when you decide to invest in syndications. Would you agree with that, David? Yeah, I generally speaking, now there are caveats to this because everybody's situation is unique. I have some investor clients who have zero interest in owning their own rental property. They're busy professionals, business owners, make great income. And they have zero interest in in owning their own rental property. And so for them, just take, staying focused on their business or profession and investing passively in syndications is a great option for them. But for most people and pretty much everybody that's listening to our podcast today, you really want to start out by buying your own personal rental property. You're going to learn so much. You're going to achieve better returns, generally speaking, by owning your own property. Um, you get all the benefits of owning the the property yourself, um, and you get to make all the decisions. So you're going to learn a lot, and you're going to get better returns that way. Um, and so I guess I would say, if you can't, if $50,000 in your market isn't going to buy you a rental property just yet, then I would say just continue to save. Work hard, figure out a way to save more money so you can get to that place where you can put 20% down or whatever is is required in your market today to buy your first investment property. That's, I mean, we're investment, we're real estate people. So obviously we're going to push you towards real estate. There's probably plenty of ways to invest $50,000, but by far in, in my opinion, getting started buying your first uh, rental property yourself. Yeah, I would, I would say, you know, trying to put as little down as possible um, getting to where you can buy one with maybe a little bit of cushion, then maybe you have a little bit left over and you put $5,000 into, you know, maybe you 
max out your Roth IRA for the year if you if you're not already doing that. So you could still take a portion of that and put it into the stock market or put it into your retirement um, fund. But I mean, in my opinion, real estate is going to perform a lot better than than that than a retirement fund or um, the stock market long term. Um, and I might be incorrect in that, but I'm pretty sure. And it's a lot less riskier. So that's my opinion. I still put money in my retirement account. I still put money in the stock market, but I would say 95% of my money goes into real estate. That's it for today. For more daily investing tips and real estate secrets, don't forget to visit breakfreerealestate.com and make sure to like, subscribe, and share our podcast. We will see you tomorrow. Thank you.